Uh, let's listen to the theme music. Theme music. Brand new theme song for a brand new season. No, it's, Ready? It's, it is. Three, two, one. Welcome to McCall. We're gonna have a ball. I'm not so good at songs, but he, welcome. Welcome to, to McCall. McCall. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. You, but I love that you said you're not good at songs right after you just rhymed. You just badass rhymed a song. I'm not so good at songs, but hey, welcome to McCall. <laughs> That's the McCall <laughs> National Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jessica's doing a dance move that is like, you see it in like 80s music videos that happen in malls. <laughs> Which was what one? <laughs> <laughs> Boop, 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 crust it. <laughs> a bunch of other stuff. McCall. Most of the McCall National Anthem is visual. It's pretty confusing for well, people. Because the dwarves are very like... Yeah. Yeah. They're very... Like, they're kind of like... You know how bumblebees communicate through dance? Dwarves, too. Kind of. Oh. <laughs> I like that they have a lot of big dance nights, though. That's, oh, yeah. Oh, they that's totally where things oh. Yeah. We totally. work hard. We play hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We got blood feet tonight. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute who knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. <laughs> there were dice in that as well. <laughs> wow. What a way to start. Good day, good day, good day, good day, good day, everyone. Season seven, we're all Australian. We're now. losing our minds. <laughs> Welcome to Spelt Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me, as always, playing Tacoma the Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello, everybody. Playing Ving, the Half Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Hello. Playing Fat Billy, the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. When last we left our heroes. The season ended on a pretty tense note. You arrived at the Eye of the Storm, which you discovered to be both a confluence of spiritual and thalmic energy, as well as the tomb of the moon goddess Lillian, wife of Chimes, the patron of sailors. Perel was present under the influence of the water monster, whose name we never had a chance to introduce. What? It's not Piss Monster. No, it's not. I was actually, I was going to write a tweet that was like, sometimes I think about how I came up with a villain that was the disembodied ambition of a wizard that lives inside magically charged water that it uses to possess and destroy people. And a throwaway joke had it named the Piss Monster for three years. (laughs) Isn't it named Pilar? It is named Pilar. Thank you, Jessica. Okay. Because that is a name I accidentally originally named Perel before switching to Perel for some reason. I think we just forgot and then we had to think of it again. We were like, it was like Perel the hand sanitizer. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so the water monster was call- had called itself Perel. That was the name that it gave itself. Uh, and- you mean Pilar? <sighs> See, this is how it happened the first time. 
It's fine. It's more of an evil sounding name than Perel. Yeah. Perel sounds a lot nicer than Pilar. Pilar's yeah. like Saruman. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Whereas Sauron is like really nice sounding. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf. We all know. We've all read the we've Lord. We've all been there. Yeah, the we Lord of the Rings it. trilogy. We know it. There's the fir- the the Friendship of the Ring, the Twin Towers. <laughs> Friendship of the Ring. And then the <laughs> Twin Towers. <laughs> and then Return and then of the Jedi. Return of the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay, at the tower, the tomb of Lillian, we discovered that the water monster was possessing Perel's body in an attempt to release Lillian for some dark purpose. But because of the things that we introduced and things I didn't consider while we were introducing them, the water monster was unsuccessful because it was near impossible to work magic in the base of the tower. Yeah, because the floor was made of ward stone yeah and there was spiritual energy everywhere so it was just this water and oil thing that made it almost impossible for them to do what they needed to do just like how perel couldn't cast spells in the spirit world exactly ving uh shapeshifted into a thunderbird to talk to the king of the thunderbirds shipbreaker into helping them defeat whatever was going on which ended up kind of successful but kind of not in that shipbreaker decided to destroy the top of the pillar while also going out to destroy many more places in the world. <laughs> Which we haven't found out about yet. Yeah. There's probably stories coming in from sailors that are like, it is really bad out there right now. There... Who did that? <laughs> Who did that? There was um, a town here, I think. <laughs> it's not there anymore. It's but... just glass now. <laughs> Where are the people? Billy in such close contact to spiritual energy started taking on his fairy form and began to forget his life as Billy. Mm -hmm. Mm. And Ving and Billy had a really nice kind of spiritual buddy cop scenario they were working on. Where they, yeah, Ving shapeshifted into the storm. Right, into lightning. Into lightning. A pure bolt of magic lightning. Which Billy then used, he guided with, like, the spiritual core of the axe. Yeah, Yeah. the axe. Good God. Yeah, I conducted it with the axe, and I I was bringing it to Tuck. You destroyed the bullywugs with it. I remember that. You destroyed all the bullywugs that Pilar had brought with him. Tuck threw down with the water wizard who without access to the magics that he was used to was just transmuting the air into harder air, basically making a hammer out of wind Mm -hmm. while Ving and Billy found the spirit of Perel pushed out of the water monster's body. Well, his own body by the water monster and helped him get back into the body after Tuck finally once and for all severed the connection the water monster had to Perel's body. Yeah, I killed him. And I, I said that prayer at the end. Right. Invoked the killer. The patron of killers. Because it was an execution. Yeah. Because Tuck doesn't usually kill people. He does. Yeah. Tuck is more like, I'm fighting to defend someone yeah. or I'm fighting because I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> I want to break something, not kill somebody. Yeah. But this force had to leave the, leave the world. Yeah. yeah. And then we, after that, we went outside and the storm had stopped. At least abated. Yeah. And you'd seen, you saw the coronet ringing the last remaining moon. Of the planet. And that is where we ended. And since then, it has been four months, and you three for the last season have been living in the ancient city of McCall. We have arrived in Tuck's homeland. You guys get to see all the bars I got kicked out of as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Abdul will show you the map of McCall that he came up with. And we'll broadly talk about like the neighborhoods so we have a rough idea of where things are. 
All right. So the city is broken up into two above ground regions. There's the upper ward, which is where the old city used to be. So this is the old dock city. And then down below, there's the lower ward. And that's where all the rich people live because it's closest to the water. And also the rich in McCall, we were thinking would be like kind of like the religious right in America, where it's like they're also living down there because they're like, we live close to the God of the Flame, who's rumored to live in the middle of the Broken Shores, which is the Salt Flats. So there are two broad regions of the upper ward. There's cliffside because it's like where the bay used to be and then it drops down underneath. And like right on the edge of cliffside, there's a neighborhood called the stilts because the cliff is eroding. So all of the roads are wooden and all the houses are on stilts to keep them from falling down. And every few years, there's like a collapse, basically. That's why like all the poor people live there. And then as you get further out closer to the desert, you get kind of nicer and nicer. This is like sort of the suburbs out here. And this is called Stepside, like the kind of more suburban neighborhood. So there's Cliffside and Stepside, and there's the Upper Ward and the Lower Ward. And then there's where the dwarves live, which is what we established with Brent, which is underground, and that's the Deep Ward. So there's three major parts of the city. But I bet there are stairs down to the Lower Ward. But when you get down to the Lower Ward, the light guards, like, if you're from the Upper Ward, they're like, what are you doing here? What the fuck are you doing? They just follow you around. Like, hmm. You're not really welcome there if you're from Cliffside. Is there anything else important? Um, what, what else? So the reason McCall exists in the first place is that the lighthouse and the steps that give Stepside the name were built by like an empire of giants that have long since disappeared. And those are the giants that orcs believe that they're descended from. Like the orc culture is the God of the flame went to war with these giants, defeated them and were what's left. Yeah. And that's why the tallow road is so wide. It's like a really wide road because it was originally built by the giants. Like, and that's why the city... The is lighthouse on, is re, is much bigger than it huge, should be. Way too big. And it actually goes down to the bottom of the bay. It's the only stable oh, wow. part of cliffside. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people build onto it. It's built out of the cliffside? Oh, maybe. Like it's the oh, same like, stone. As the cliffside? Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. yeah. it could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Tallow Road is named after... Oh, I had an idea for this, oh, actually. I had an idea, too. Yeah. Okay, well, you tell me your idea. No, I want to hear both. Oh. Was it about candles? Yeah. Yeah, because was, that was my idea, and too. And they brought it in from the port, because yeah. that's where they would have harvested the... Oh, my... The yeah. giants would have harvested the fat from the giant sea serpents mm-hmm. oh and then brought God. it in. Oh, yeah. And so the Tallow Road is named for the fact that it brought candles into the city. Oh. That's so sick. The and fat of course, and for lamp oil. And mm. candles would be so important in McCall because of all the underground. Yeah. Yes. And the God of the Flame. So there's yes. a religious element to how much they like candles. Culturally, the dwarves in the Deep Ward are much different than the people up top because they're all basically socialist. They're very pro-union. They think that labor should be protected. Workers should be protected. Uh, and they care for their community. Like the people that can work provide for the people that can't work. Everybody's taken care of. Uh, Cause actually Jessica and I were talking about this. They would consider the craftsmanship put into their society the same as the craftsmanship they put into their work. Yeah. So like the, having a, a sturdy, well-made society is just as important to them as like making good things. Uh, are the dwarves the keepers of the great gravy as well? <laughs> of the great gravy? Maybe, because I mean, like, they take care of the poor as well. And I actually imagine that the poor from up top can come down and, like, yeah. get food. Maybe mm-hmm. there's, like, gravy houses where yeah. it's just they have really high quality food they're always making. I wonder how many of those Billy's been banned from so far. 
<laughs> Look, <laughs> we take care of everybody, but there's a line. Come on, you there's gotta a, stop. There's a little statue that they like, that you pass around and like, do not let this boy. Do not, in. sir. Yeah, and then I'm like coming in all my disguises, and they're like, Billy, you gotta stop. Like they're really nice to me, but they're like, Come this on, is dude. for people who need it. I'm like, but you don't get it. I need it too. Yeah, they call him Billy the Bottomless Pit. <laughs> There's a little statue that they pass around to show Billy which one he's allowed to go to. Uh, <laughs> they go, oh, there it is. There's like a rumor where they're like, they're, they're, when they're talking about them, they're like, I heard he out ate a bear at the bear in the chair. It was <laughs> fucked. Mm. The bear got depressed and also got diabetes. <laughs> he kind of indirectly killed it when you think about it. Uh, yeah, so that's the basics of McCall. So you've been living here for a few months. Uh, where Where do you live in McCall? What neighborhood? Um... Um, it's a middle class neighborhood, <laughs> but it's yeah. on the edge of the the stilts, yeah, or what the folks call the sticks. So you still live in the cliffside neighborhood, which is the poorer area of McCall's upper ward. We're gonna post a whole map, mm-hmm. an explanation of the city of McCall, but not in the absolute worst part of the city. No, mm. no, no. Okay, yeah. kind of like uh. Sort of a trendy up and coming area that used to be pretty rough. Yeah. It's not fully gentrified, but it's still cool. A lot of really? artists in this part of town. So yeah. like the Chinatown of McCall. <laughs> yeah. But people but rich yeah. people are starting to move in. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Mm-hmm. But like you can still kind of find like nice apartments. <laughs> uh-huh. If you really dig deep. Yeah. Yeah. And you are living in a two bedroom apartment. Made like, you know, a reg pretty regular stone sandstone building like mm-hmm. the most places in mccall are made out of you have a roommate his name is oh my god isn't it plates or no something like that? casual casual plates, plates. Oh. yes i hate <laughs> this name so much okay well you wanted us to have a roommate and we want to name him casual plates yeah so and we call him cash okay cash i'm fine with okay cash is a name wait maybe, maybe his middle name's Ewell. Like casual, yeah, casual, al, al, because it's in like Arabic, you know, casual, yeah, casual plates. <laughs> All right, casual you know what? plates. We figured it out. That's a name, <laughs> casual plates. I hated it. Casual plates. I can make work. <laughs> okay, we've been harassing Sean on Discord for five months <sighs> to name a character casual. I'm plates. so relieved right now that we made it a real name. Uh, what was the steakhouse you drove by? It was oh. like something. Big Mr. Wasn't Mike's. it like Original Joe's? Or it was like no, an Original it, Joe's no. menu. It was, it was Mr. Mike's. <laughs> Mr. Mike's Mr. Steakhouse. Oh, yeah. Casual Steakhouse. Casual. That's the thing that yeah. didn't make any sense. It was Mr. Mike's Casual Steakhouse. Yeah. It was just like, why is that adjective in the name of this restaurant? Uh-huh. <laughs> Makes me want to eat there less. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you live in a three-bedroom apartment with Cash. Three. Two. Well, I mean, I assume. No. I thought it was I all we sh- we all share one room and Cash has one room to himself. All right, yeah. we have the small room. It's too, cheaper that we're way. Paying the, re- the small <laughs> portion of the rent. Yeah, yeah we split rent well, yeah. two ways. Billy, you can live for free. But you know what? Thankfully, it is top floor. There's only two floors, but you're in the top floor. That's not bad. So that's cool. nice. You kind of have a roof that I imagine Ving makes pretty good use of. Yeah, med- yeah, yeah. Meditative yeah, yeah. wise, uh, and Cash is a totally normal guy. And you guys have had a real problem with that because you're like weird, adventuring creeps, freaks. And he like works for the city. He's just like a clerk. He does paperwork to put it not too fine a point on it. He hates you guys. (laughs) 
It's the whose ca- name is on the lease? It's Cash. It's Cash's place. <laughs> and the kind of thing that's like, oh man, he's a nice enough guy, but like his parents did buy this place for him. Oh, he owns it. He owns it. Oh, Holy, man. he owns this apartment. It's not oh, really nice, wow. but his parents did pay for it. Fuck. And he kind of acts like a dink about it sometimes, but he does need the money because he doesn't get paid very much. And mm-hmm. also because he had a girlfriend, but she dumped him a few months ago yes. and yes. he need a roommate. So, so his girlfriend lived in the other room? No, they. it was their office. It was her crafting room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're doing work from home stuff. Yeah. She yeah. did She did pottery. Oh, she yeah. had a pottery studio and he honestly- They spent lo- too much time in his apartment. If she had yeah. an office or a pottery uh, barn off site, <laughs> that would have been way better for the relationship. Uh, so he's sad and mad. Mm-hmm. And he works from the city and he comes home and like Billy has like, you know, done whatever Billy does in a one <laughs> in a living room. Yeah, cleaned out his side of the fridge. Yeah. yeah. Ving has like weird plants in jars all over the place. Tuck is just mostly nude all the time. I I put the flap back down. <laughs> <laughs> I was airing it out, man. God. Uh, you expect it to live in con- in in this the confines of this flap all the time? In a common space like the living room? Yes. <laughs> I do. Put it away. Flip. <laughs> but something I want to know is what each of you have been up to since you've been in McCall for the last like three, four months. Start with Tuck. I'm working as a bouncer at a punk bar. What's the bar called? It's called Barbarian. Uh, yep, that's what it is. <laughs> the bar? It was the first one to come up with that name. <laughs> oh, Maybe it's just called The Bar, yeah. and people that like that kind of music are called Barbarians because all those shows took place at The Bar. Yeah, and it's a really old... Like, it's like, you know when you go to Germany and there's, like, punk bars that used to be, like, churches? Yeah. It's just, like, 400 years old. Oh, all the sick. other buildings are built above ground, but this one's carved out of the floor. Yeah. Out of the ground. Cool. And it's actually a huge place because it's from when the city was a giant city. Oh, I bet oh. one of the walls is like one of the foundational walls of the Tallow Road. Oh, cool. yeah, totally. Which is that main road that goes from McCall and connects it to the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it connects the to the, the current bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's awesome. Port. So one of its ju- one of the walls is just underground is just ancient bricks. Yeah, that's huge. So, yeah, giant Fucking stones. Massive, yeah. giant like flagstones. Cool. And it's like I don't know if you've ever been in the Biltmore. It's kind of like that vibe where it's yeah. like low ceiling goes really oh, far yeah. in yeah cool that's really cool yeah i get paid an hourly but i do get <laughs> dental nice <Yeah. laughs> that's strange for a bar i know yeah. yeah but i guess they just have a good dental plan well i guess we have talked about how mccall is very unionized it's super socialist yeah. so even if you are contract work you can get good benefits yeah yeah cool that's, that's great I that's like how that. fucked up our actual world is is that we put <laughs> benefits into the setting fantasy. of our fantasy world and we're all like wow wow that's this amazing. is a really cool thing even yeah. if you have kind of like a weird part-time job you're not at constant danger <laughs> of go of becoming home becoming broke or dead yeah uh cool and ju- during the night he just like watches shows well, i guess he probably works at night yeah he works mostly at night yeah he, he's just at the door most of the time yeah he watches shows for bands that he likes cool. he'll like duck in and he'll put a trench coat around a rock <laughs> and he'll put it there honestly it's fine you nobody tries it. to start shit if anybody does try to start shit in a bar like this they quickly regret it bar is kind of like a sort of safe zone between different like it's like dwarves go there orcs mm-hmm. go there humans mm-hmm. go there mm-hmm. even people who live down in the rich neighborhood in the yeah. lower ward are like allowed mm-hmm. to go there and it's like you don't fuck with people at bar yeah yeah 
Sick. What's my boss's name? Something with a G. Greg. Greg. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> Tuck's boss. Greg the Orc. What can be Grek? Grek. Grek. Grek the Orc. Okay. Yeah. He's missing a tusk. Yeah. Cool. He's just got the one tusk, but it's like carved. It's oh. a very elaborately carved tusk. Nice. Sick. Yeah. He's like older. He's like an old punk, basically. He's yeah. like in his 50s. Oh, yeah. Yeah grizzled huge holes in his ears whoa <laughs> yeah we, he doesn't wear those uh things anymore but yeah. his earlobes just droop a lot sick yeah cool what's ving been up to he like uh, does uh outreach with the dwarves yeah oh, yeah cool what does that look like uh he works night shifts uh dwarves are all underground and they're very socialist and they mm-hmm. take care of their own and they kind of take care of other people too than poor but they are mostly underground is what Right, we yeah. kind of talked about they. They, all, they live in the neighborhood called the Deep Wards, so yeah. the, he's kind of like a go between the Deep Ward and some of the Upper Wards. Oh, I see. You do outreach to like the people who need it in the Upper. Yeah, in the sticks. Yeah, cool. And you and I were talking about it. Ving's had a pretty rough time after the Eye of the Storm and since coming to McCall. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. So let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, oh God. Okay. What do you want to know? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing... No more shapeshifting. Ving cannot shapeshift anymore. He broke his shapeshift. So what has led to Ving not having access to shapeshifting anymore? Well, in order to become the elementalist, he has sacrificed his ability to shapeshift and to take on the forms. Also, his he's a vegetarian. He went that dude. <laughs> he's doing that. He's just kind of like, I can't take advantage of other beings. Mm-hmm. It's just like... He he was co- concentrating on this in the lower levels of spirituality, the things, the creatures that walk on the earth, and spending his time with that and feeling bad about that, and now seeing that he was taking advantage of that, he has given up that level that walks on the earth and is into the broader spirituality with the spirit of fire, the spirit of air, the spirit of of water. Awesome, sick. Yeah, and also he had a real hard time with that because his mom. Right? She's yeah. a human druid, and he felt like he was giving up on that, but he also had to let go of that part of his past, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a huge sacrifice. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And that's he's also intense. been studying martial arts, which he calls <laughs> Vinci. Uh, and he's been um, coming up with his own thing, uh, and he always he has a set uh, workout schedule, and he always makes sure he goes to that mm-hmm. at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning after he's done his shift doing outreach. So Ving's just shredded now. Yeah, he's getting At least after like three months of working out. <laughs> like sinew shredded. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like dried steak. Just <laughs> up on the roof, like stripped to the waist doing martial arts forms. Yeah. 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 You can see his eight pack from the street. <laughs> I mean, it's only two floors, so it's not that impressive, but. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Still cool. Still pretty cool. I feel like Ving is like, when he showed up, he's like that mysterious stranger and all the women were like, ooh. And then now everyone's just like, Holy fuck, that guy's so hot. <laughs> and a little weird. Very strange moss <laughs> arm. Yeah. Gills. Some kind of monster man. Yeah, so he's really holding his own, mm-hmm. form-wise. Oh. <laughs> Pretty sweet. And we're going to release a character creation episode that explains all of the new class changes so everybody's on the same page. Because mm-hmm. everybody is a completely different class now. So what's Billy been up to in his time in McCall? He goes out at night after... Tuck and Ving thinks he's gone to bed. So they tuck him in mm-hmm. like, good night. Billy's like, good night. But he goes out and he goes underground to play with like the other 
thieves in the city, like kid thieves. Cool. There's a lot of like orphans who like have had to band together. So he'll like play with them or help them out sometimes. And it's also like nice and cool underground and he gets to adventure. Mm-hmm. And then in the daytime he comes back. He follows Ving back home, but Ving doesn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then when yeah. Ving goes upstairs on the roof to do his exercise, Billy goes in the fridge, like the ice box, and goes to sleep. <laughs> nice. In yeah. the ice nice. box. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I was going to say that Cash probably doesn't mind living with you all, actually, because you're gone during the night. Yeah. But he would probably mind finding Billy in the ice box every morning. But I tell him, I'm like, look, I'm really fat and I don't do well in this heat. <laughs> and look at my rosacea. Like, it's just so bad. It's the only place I can be comfortable. <laughs> oh, so cute. Oh, I love it. Can you give me a name of, like, one of the orphan thieves that Billy hangs out with? Sure. His name is Kevin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kevin the Thief. Oh my god, I We're love back. It. We're oh. back, baby. Season oh. seven. <laughs> oh, there's another thief uh, named uh, Bethany that mm-hmm. I also play with. And they're brother and sister. And they're about my age, like human life. Billy's still a million years old. Mm-hmm. What do we do? Well, at first, Billy just like was hanging out mostly for like the fresh air. Mm-hmm. And then like came across these like ragamuffins. Mm-hmm. Who they're like, are you another one of us? Like, are you a new one? And I'm like, yeah, because I didn't know what they're asking. I like that ragamuffin is shorthand for like street child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm also a ragamuffin. And they're like, where are your parents? I'm like, I don't know. And uh, they're like, nice, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> Story checks out. Yeah. <laughs> and that was truthful because Billy actually didn't know where we were yeah. at that exact moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't you know, know. Work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we mostly spend our time like stealing food or clothes and stuff like that, rooting through like dumpsters, figuring out which ones are our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> we also play games like we dare each other to go to the water tower to get like the cleanest water from the rich people zone. Nice. Billy's really good at it. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Such a sick kid dare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Billy also sometimes teaches them like some tips and tricks. But they can't do it really well because Billy realized that it's like his fairiness. Mm-hmm. So he uses his binocs to help them, stuff like that. Oh, and I like that the other kids have taken to doing their binocs. Yeah. because like, it works for Billy. So like, yeah, it, it works for work me for too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Have you guys come across any Ifrit? Oh, what do Ifrit look like again? They're like... Little shadow demons? Yeah, they're like made of like shadow and night. And they're demons of malice that come oh. out and hunt the urchin kids at night yeah billy sees them all the time really yeah do you see them when other people don't yeah whoa cool whoa whoa maybe connected to some changes that billy's undergone lately fuck yeah Mm, which we will elaborate in Mm -hmm. in the season seven character creation episode that's so sad that's really cool have you had to fight any of them I never have to fight them. Because you just avoid them. No. no. Oh. oh. They avoid Whoa. you. Whoa. They avoid Bill. <laughs> Holy shit. Cool. Fuck, that's so sick. <laughs> that's exciting. That's oh, also man. sick for like Tuck if he knew it. He doesn't know. But no. he if he did, because he when he was an urchin, he was like terrified. Yeah, yeah. kind of still is. Billy just talks to the Ifrit. Whoa. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Guys, I'm so excited for season seven. <laughs> I'm so excited too. I'm so excited. So excited. Cool. Okay, yeah. So that would be actually, so Billy's out and sees Ifrit and stuff like that. So something that you would all have realized at this point after living here for a few months is the light guard in McCall are much more prevalent. They're basically the police force of McCall. 
I think the Torches Light Guard are like an elite force, basically. They probably have some stupid name like the Immolators or something like that. Ugh. Such fucking <laughs> dipshits. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they're basically the FBI to the regular Light Guards beat cops. Do they have powers? Who can say? Fuck. Not as much as the Torch of McCall. The Torch of McCall is well known for being like able to command fire, Whoa. which is insane to people. Uh, I want to know how we got from... Mm-hmm. Like who who picked us up? How did we got here? I guess. Gr- oh, uh, I, think, I think Chimes probably. Chimes like, took us all the way. He was like, oh, just call him Chives. Call? I don't want to ignore that. <laughs> I call him Chives. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. So I don't think you necessarily went to McCall right away. No, but something that you learned after you defeated Pilar at the Eye of the Storm is it was a couple weeks. Everything was fine at first. Perel started acting really sullen and weird, and it seemed like he was hiding something. Mm. And then he came to you, Ving, one night, and he explained that he is unable to perform magic now. Whoa. He doesn't know why. What? But what? he thinks that during the fight, something in him was severed, and he can't cast spells anymore. And oh, he, and he, God. he's scared. And he thinks that if there was a place where he would be able to find out what's wrong with him and what he can do about it, it would be the Margani Library. Oh. Ooh, that makes so great, much more great, sense. Great, great, great. Yes, Ooh, yes, so yes. Sick. So that's why we're here then. Oh, yes. Okay. I guess you guys agreed. You're like, yeah, dude, we'll help you. Yeah, we don't give a shit about anything, <laughs> I man. I mean, if there is one precedent in this group, it's that you care about your friends more than the world. And yeah. of course, our $5 a day per diem. <laughs> so you owe us $5 a day to take you to fucking McCall, man. <laughs> Also yeah, sure. the endless gravy that you two promised me. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So yeah, we need that five coin a day so we can buy that fucking gravy for Billy. <laughs> yeah. Is that a cool hook? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Perel is magicless and he wants yeah. to get into the library? Actually, I thought, like I'd forgotten until now, but mm. I was in my head a while ago. I was like, oh, we're going for the library. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is that the reason that you're still here is that Perel has been unable to gain access to the library <gasps> and he's trying really hard, but it's like every day he doesn't live with you guys. I don't think. Where does he live? He probably has his own place with what money. I mean, like he's not going to live in the same room as all of you. That's not going to happen. Maybe he came to look at the rental. And he's like, guys i thought this was two bedrooms and we we're like yeah but like cash lives in the other one he's like i'm gonna get my own place <laughs> yeah he's like all three of you are living in this room yes you can have your own place with us in this room yeah, yeah. there's four corners yeah i mean four of us <laughs> there's four of us in four corners let me uh, let me look something up uh this such a funny kid thing something to consider is being adventurers who have traveled the worldwide you have a shit ton of money you have more money than some people will ever see in their lives. I think we don't, we haven't clued into the fact that we're rich, though. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is that you have a decent amount of money. So Perel is probably like, can I have a little bit of that money? You're going to buy stupid fucking clothes with it. No way. <laughs> you know, he just, he, I'm saying that he probably has like a quote unquote studio apartment really close by. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's maybe like even in the same block of buildings. I can imagine him being like, all right, guys, I finished decorating the place. Come take a look. <laughs> and he just has his old robe pinned to the wall. And he's um, like, what do you think? Hand-drawn pictures of frogs everywhere. <laughs> Don't look at those. But he also has a gallery of hats. And we were like, you used some of the money for hats? <laughs> well, there's a buy five. I was lucky enough to find a cheap apartment. <laughs> <laughs> what, do I not get a per diem? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Perel lives nearby. He's been trying to get into the library. They're very secretive, very insular. Why? Well, how does he try? I think he's trying to join. Like he's trying to become a librarian. You have to become a librarian to get into the library. I think they have a public yeah. section, which is like, 
books on botany, yeah. books on how to brew beer. Golf Digest. We did go one time and there was like a whole row of shelves that were Golf Digest yeah. and then also another row of shelves that were Love and Lusts. <laughs> and like a whole section of mud affairs that is like you can't rifle through them. I, I of their porn. I, I challenge the three of you to come up with one more book. book. Okay. <laughs> okay. There is not an entire shelf of Love and Lust. One because that's one title from one book. Golf Affairs. Mud <laughs> Weekly. Love and Mud. Mud, mud Digest. Um, oh, you the guys. Farmer and the Beat. There we go. <laughs> it's a children's book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. And yeah, Halfling Billy wrote it. The, the, Billy likes the children's books. He can't read them, but he likes looking at them. It's a pop-up. Um, yeah, so there's like a public section of the Morgani Library that's very sanitized. Mm-hmm. There's no uh, controversial information. There's no super complicated texts. And Perel's like, I gotta get into that restricted stuff. I have to. There's tension between the light guard and the librarians, right? Yeah, the light guard under the command of the Torch of McCall, which is a surprisingly long time, mm-hmm. is much more militant in their hatred of demons as they've been in the past because McCall was a pretty cosmopolitan place for a long time. And there just were demons in the city. And it, it sucks. Like if Reet were a problem, absolutely. They killed people, but like, you know, you could just have a demon of music who lives near, like down the street and he's totally fine. He's a music teacher actually. Yeah, exactly. Everybody loves him. He's a facet of the community, but over the last 40, 50 years, it's become like demons are a threat to your safety They've been demonized. Exactly. Yeah. They're a threat to this city. Mm-hmm. There's see something, say something posters around. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Lock, yeah. watch. Totally. Fuck. People and, people report on their neighbors and are like, they're a demon for sure. And I bet the library, like what they have available for the public is so sanitized because they are trying to avoid tensions with the light guard. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Because the light guard is like, you're hiding something. Like they believe that the librarians are hiding something, whether it's information there are rumors that it's actual demons. When the light guard worshiped the God of Flame and the mm. library is burned burn down so much, so there's tons totally. of tension there. But mm. I'll bet that it was the fucking light guard that, totally. yeah, that oh, yeah, burned totally. down the library. Totally. And actually, there aren't really clear accounts of that last fire, but it said that the death toll on both sides was pretty high. But there hasn't been an assault on the Margani Library in a long, long time. So do people know it was an assault or is it like that they, might well, they, have been... No, they say it was or... an assault, but they don't know. It's not clear who it was. So it was intentional. It wasn't accidental. Yes. Yeah, because oh. there was like a battle. Oh. And they were like, somebody burned down the library. We don't know who. Whoa. Yeah. And then that's when they moved into the salt mines. Yeah. So that's kind of the current climate in regards to that Perel has had a lot of trouble over the last few months in his attempts to get restricted information from the library. What were some of the attempts? A fake mustache. <laughs> uh, a real mustache. A real mustache. He tried to grow a mustache. Yeah. It was wispy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. We all made fun of him before. <laughs> yeah. Too bad you can't transmute that thing into more hair, eh, bud? So, like, he's tried to join the librarians before, and he's just been, like, soundly rejected because he's just not tough enough. <laughs> Well, because the librarians are also the... the They're a martial force, basically. So, like, the librarians are pretty intimidating. And the firefighters in town, aren't they? You said? Yeah, they fight fires. They organize firefighting forces as well. And so, Perel is still in the process of trying to figure out. So, he's failed the physical test. Yes. Yeah, so he's he been working out, And too. you won't let him live it down. <laughs> Does he work out with Ving? Yeah. I think he's been trying. But he's he's kind of an older guy. He's, like, having trouble keeping up. Uh, so that's where we are 
in the current timeline, we open on morning in your apartment. What does your apartment look like? Tiled floors mm-hmm. and stone, mostly like walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's like awnings to keep the sun out. Totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I imagine the windows were like, you know, those like thick things that just let light in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like thick glass blocks that you can't see through, oh, but it so kind of lights oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so tacky. <laughs> yeah. But it's like kind of for heat, sort of. It like keeps heat out and mm-hmm. lets light in. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it's just like a morning, I guess, things on the roof exercising mm-hmm. with Perel, who's huffing and puffing as he's trying to do push ups. Tuck is home from work. Yeah. He just got home. He's taking his classic long end of work shit <laughs> and cash is trying to get in to take to trying get to get ready, ready for work, work. yeah <laughs> uh, and i think it is the kind of thing like i think and with, it's a long shit yeah he's like knocking on the door both time wise and physically yeah tacoma <laughs> tacoma just chill out for two seconds i have to be at work in half an hour yeah but i ate so many bergam fruits <laughs> at work <laughs> so th- i'm busy clogging the toilet right now <laughs> I'm busy clogging the toilet. <laughs> you know what's going to happen in here. He just keeps rattling the doorknob and then he stomps away to his room. Billy is... Oh, I've burritoed myself. Some For some reason, I sleep in the icebox, but I still use my blue blanket mm-hmm. oh, yeah. for comfort. Well, you know when you have all the windows open on yeah. a winter day and you stay under the blankets? Yeah. So cozy. <laughs> yeah, so he's laying there uh, on top of the apples and under... Uh, uh, the uh, under the burritos yeah under the burritos <laughs> that tuck brought home from the bar mm-hmm. and under cash's lunchbox yeah and there's billy's just rustling around in the ice and then all of a sudden light floods the ice box and cash is standing there like <sighs> good morning cash good morning billy i'm just gonna grab my lunch of course do you want an apple <laughs> <laughs> just takes it out of your hand he wipes it on his shirt i already cleaned it and it's the nicest one how how much did you clean it <laughs> well i not with my tongue this time like you didn't like it when i licked it clean so i just rubbed it on my blanket <laughs> and he walks to the kitchen and he turns on the tap and starts washing it mm, i try so hard and you never like what i do uh, i just i gotta go to work i don't want to i'm not gonna do this right now and he, he walks closes the, the door. He walks over and closes the <laughs> icebox door. And then you hear step, 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 door open slam. Oh, he didn't brush his teeth. <laughs> That's a good point. He didn't have time. He has to walk. He works uh, all the way in step side. So he has to like hustle. Oh, no. Right. You said we live in cliffside. I think you're maybe in that zone between step side and cliffside. There's a lot of disagreement where the two neighborhoods start. It's like, yeah. oh, no, it's near it's near this tea shop. No, because if it's near that tea shop, I live in Cliffside and I do not live in Cliffside. Right. It's like that kind of thing. So we're like in one of the it's I guess Cliffside is sort of encroaching into Stepside with yeah. like the gentrification. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's sort of on the border. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah. So he has to walk all the way to the city if he can't catch one of the trams in the underground. And trams. He, oh, yeah. Because we talked about in the episode with Brent, there are trams in the Dwarven underground in the deep ward. So I imagine that there are like entry points for the trams above ground so people can take basically subways across the city because it's a very spread out city. It's sort of like underground mine rail cars yeah, is totally. what they used to be. Mm-hmm. And then they were repurposed into trams. Yeah. Dwarves love reusing things. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. They really love repurposing. I like shit. them a lot. Yeah, yeah, me too. 
I love that we made a socialist race. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why we're so interested in socialism in our fantasy world. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So I think Perel is up there working out with you, Ving. And what's Ving's current exercise that he's doing? It's like a breathing exercise mm. based on whatever a- uh, animal's closest. So there's a, a hummingbird that just came and was eating a, out of this flower that's nearby. So uh, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Pearl? Can't keep up, old man. <laughs> and he like he basically just like falls back on his hands, like catches himself, and it's just like you're not gonna get in the library like that. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> stop! Can you stop, please, 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 stop? <laughs> he does that hands down thing, Ooh. press the press the air out of him. It's useless thing. What? I'm not. I'm just not that kind of person. What kind of person? Are you? I am a magician. Who can't wield magic. He takes his glasses off, which he was wearing while he was exercising, which is probably part of his discomfort. And he's like wiping them on a cloth. If they're not going to accept me like that, that's I'm not going to be able to get in. I won't be able to join the librarians. There's got to be another way in though. And he kind of, his eyes widen and he jumps up to his feet and he runs down the stairs and he runs to the ice box and he opens the ice box and he looks at Billy Billy. What? Billy. What? I'm sleeping. You want to help me steal something? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we cut to the three of you crammed on like the living room couch. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Perel standing in front of you with his hands clasped in front of him. It's a lazy boy. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for joining me. It's a single person couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm sitting on the bottom and then Ving is sitting on my lap and then Billy's sitting on his I lap. I was thinking Ving was probably sitting on the arm. I'm perched <laughs> above Tuck's shoulders. My legs are coming over top of his shoulders. <laughs> I'm sitting with my butt on the back. I actually, uh, I grabbed the ice from the, the <laughs> yeah, fridge and, and I'm it. sitting on it. In a bucket? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. <sighs> so that took a lot longer to get you all here than I would have liked. <laughs> This orientation was very confusing and it was kind of pointless. But I'd like to thank you all for joining me nonetheless. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Okay, let's just go around the room. I'm Tacoma Dome, the barbarian. I am Ving, the unknown. You're welcome for us being here. You are Burrell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Yeah, why are we doing this? Why are we doing okay, this? Okay, all right, all right. I would like the three of you to help me break into the Margani Library. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, sure, yeah, well, of course. Really? Yeah, yeah you're 100%. our friend. I thought this was going to be a way harder sell. I'm so fucking bored <laughs> at work. I honestly haven't done anything cool or interesting for three months. I, I, I work at night. I, I got my, my days are free, bud. Yeah, and I mean, I've run around stealing things all night. I mean, like... What? Uh, Billy, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You've been asleep in the box. Yeah. Yeah, I sleep all I sleep all day and all night. <laughs> Billy, why are you making the face that you make when you lie? You're a terrible liar. <laughs> Billy, where have you been what have you been stealing? I just like I uh, it, it's too hot. It's too hot in the house and so I went down underneath. Yeah. You know, where it's cold. Down to the deep ward? Yeah. And I just, you know, and I met some people. What kind of people, Billy? Kevin and Bethany. <laughs> okay. And some others. And we just like run around. You're hanging out with urchins? Yeah. Do you know the rules to stay safe from Ifrit? No. Do you have any saffron? <laughs> what the no. fuck? Are you Billy. serious? 
We told you don't leave the house with a saffron. Yeah, I'm sorry. We told you don't leave the house at night because oh there's ifrit on the streets. They're fine. No, they're not. Yeah, I talk to them all the time. What the fuck are you talking about? Wait, you can talk to the ifrit? Yeah. What do they say? They don't have much to say. I talk to them. They're really mad though, and they're really sad. I think they just need someone to listen. Did either of you know about this? No. No. They don't do anything to me. It's fine. Really? Yeah. That he, but, uh, Perel pulls a notebook out of his pocket and flips it open and writes something down and then closes it. Did you just write down Billy speaks to demons? Sure did. Okay. I don't think we're going to forget that, but you can <laughs> write it down. <laughs> and Tuck takes out an extra bag of saffron that he always has with him. And he's like, Billy, I don't care if you can speak to demons. You have to take the saffron with fine. you. Fine. I just, sometimes I just eat it if I get too I, hungry. I snatch it away fine. from him. I'm like, this is to... This is to carry, not to eat. <laughs> but you know how hard it is for me to not eat what I'm carrying. So I pull a, <laughs> I take one of Cash's Costco muffins out of the freezer <laughs> and I give it to Billy. I'm like, here, you eat this. Yeah. And you carry this. <laughs> Fine. Say Fine. it. No, you point okay. at them and say <sighs> it. Okay. Muffin. I eat it. Yes. Saffron? Saffron. Don't eat it. Yes. <laughs> can, can I make a thing that it's encased that Billy can't get in? I mean, I guess you could try elemental mastery. That's catastrophic. Open up for <laughs> catastrophic failure. Oh, fuck. Ving is much less. He's good at some really specific things, but he's much less broadly powerful than he used to be. He has like a, a jar with a like a rock lid on it and he's holding it and he's like oh, thinking about it and like. Make it in, uh, unattainable for Billy, for Billy, for Billy, and then he just tightens it really tight, <laughs> <laughs> as I tight as he can. That's what we do: is we just like put it in. Oh, fuck! What 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 seals down really hard? Mason jars. Mason jars. Yeah, we put it in a mason jar and then Sorry. tuck like reefs on it. <laughs> can I roll to make it Strength? too tight for him to open? No, I'm gonna say you can make it too tight for him to open. I haven't rolled at all yet. Yeah, let's roll. roll. Whatever. Roll okay. strength. Two d six plus strength. Six, seven, eight, nine. Great. Wow. So now it's not I'm as effective aid. as you wanted it to I'm, be. <laughs> okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to get an aid. aid. How, yeah. are you, how are you aiding? What do you mean? I'm, I'm, uh, my thing is always to oh rub his God. shoulders. <laughs> the thing tightened it and then tuck tightened it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I tightened yeah, yeah. it first. That's right. six was bond. Right yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. Seven Great. plus. Success. So, so now you have a little jar full of saffron that's too tight for Billy to open? It's a tiny little jar. Yeah. yeah. We, we attach a little string on it so you can wear it. Here okay, I put it on. I'm like, I'm sorry, Tuck. I'm sorry, Ving. Don't be. Don't be sorry. You just got to stay safe. You just scared us. That's all. It's uh, not your fault. Okay. I also forgive you, Billy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't live here, Perel. I live like across the street. Yeah, well, it's, you don't live here. and You're not the boss of me. They're the boss of me. <laughs> Billy, you're the boss of Billy. Anyways, Billy, you know kids, little kids? I do. And they're thieves like you, urchins? Yep. Billy, do you know how to get into the library? I could ask. Cool. Okay. Can you get a hold of the kids? Yeah, but not until like tonight. They're busy sleeping right now. Where okay. do you meet them? I can't tell you. <laughs> cool. Okay, no, that's so, a good secret. You're so, a good man. So Billy has the saffron. He apparently is impervious to demonic influence. Do we let him go meet the kids and then get him to report back tomorrow? I mean, yeah, that's, I think, I'm comfortable. Yeah. As long as you have saffron. Also, if you see demons and they're coming for you, find streets made out of wood. 
Head to the stilts. No, it doesn't matter. They don't bother me. If they do, just remember to head to the sticks. <laughs> Fine, they, yes, I head to the sticks. Head to the sticks. Yes. What do you do when you see a demon that's coming I for you? I run to the wood, the sticks. Okay, thank you, Billy. Get on a wooden road, okay? They can't get you if you're on a wooden road. Yes, Tuck. Tuck is actually so scared of the freeze. Of course, yeah. Yeah. So we cut to the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Billy goes to meet Kevin and Bethany. Are they human children? Uh, yeah. And where does Billy meet them? Uh, Billy meets them. Um, the dwarven stuff we haven't really established. Like the yeah. underground, yeah. it's just we just know that it's the deep ward and that there's a lot of stuff going on. Billy goes to a bakery nearby and they keep their windows open at night to air it out. Mm-hmm. And so he crawls into them mm-hmm. and into the basement. There's a like a hatch door that opens up to below mm-hmm. where like they usually do like a lot of their like deliveries and shipments yeah and he goes in that way and then he meets them like it's about a five minute walk well maybe there's little passages uh, around town where the the vents mm-hmm. are where it moves cool air around the city that oh, need it true. yeah that's why you found them maybe initially because you were hanging out in the vent which is the coolest <laughs> part oh, of the that's city that's true okay. yeah. yeah i'm just it's b- just by event yeah so you're sitting by event and kevin and bethany when you get to the vent they're already there yeah can you describe kevin and bethany yeah, yeah. um they both have dark brown hair darker skin they're pretty skinny and they're about like four feet tall mm-hmm. how old are they they're like nine okay yeah what do people in mccall wear i guess a lot of white they do, yeah. yeah. It's like a galabea. You know those like long white oh, yeah. dresses that oh, dudes yeah. wear? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, they're kind of like dirty and tattered. Yeah. So they're like definitely not white anymore, mm-hmm. but it was a white linen shifts. And long, it's long sleeve to keep the sun off. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. theirs are, have been like worn so much that they've just like cut off the, well, or torn off the sleeves. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. mostly hang out at night so they don't play yeah. like, yeah. with the sun. Um, and then Kevin's got shorts underneath. <laughs> Like basketball shorts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. It says and one on the yeah. side. And uh, Bethany wears ballet slippers that she found oh, in the dumpster. Cute. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Kevin's probably doing this classic Middle Eastern boy thing where he's standing in front of a fan and he's got his shirt <laughs> yeah. up. And it's so blowing it's, up his it's shirt. It's blowing up his shirt. Yeah. You can make a wind tunnel with your shirt. It really cools you down. It's yeah. like having air conditioning. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. And Bethany's doing the same thing, too, because she's like, oh, you're right. That works really well. Yeah. And Billy comes up. He's like, oh, wind tunnel time. <laughs> <laughs> and cool. Ke- Kevin looks down. He's like, hey, Billy, it's re- it was really hot today. Oh, it was. I had to stay in the fridge all day. You go. You see, You have a fridge? I mean, it's not mine, but yeah, I stay in there. That's so cool. Yeah, the guy who has it, he doesn't like me sleeping in it, though. Oh, he sounds like a wiener. Yeah, he kind of is a wiener. Yeah, he sounds like a wiener. That's yeah. Bethany. Um, <laughs> Bethany's a little bit. Are they twins? Oh, they're tw- maybe they're twins. twins. Yeah, they're like pater- paternal twins. Non-identical twins. Pater- Irish paternal. twins. Yeah, Irish twins. <laughs> just born eight, 10 months oh after God, the other yes, one. Oh my God, yes, exactly. Yeah, so they're just like, what do we want to do today? Actually, I need your help. Well- a person I know needs your help. Oh, okay. So it's business time. Yeah. And he like straightens his uh, his outfit and leans up against the wall and puts his hand under his chin. What do you need, pal? Do you guys know how to get into the Morgani library? And their eyes both widen. And, and Bethany's like, why would you want to go there? Well, um, a person I know just needs to read some books and they don't have them available like for everyone. So I just need to help him get in. He's a really nice guy. 
There's nothing like evil about him, for sure. I know that. <laughs> I know it doesn't sound. It doesn't sound like he wouldn't be evil. Because me and my friends drew the evil out of him and murdered it. Yeah, <laughs> we murdered the evil that was inside him. We did. Kevin's like, I don't know, Billy. It's a pretty dangerous place. I heard that some kids go in there and they never come out. They never come out. They never come out. Do you know anyone who has? Not personally, but we've heard the stories. Who? I can find them. There was this little kid. His name was Wally, you know, with an all. Oh, Rory? Yeah, Wally. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and some, o- some, other, some other kids dared him to go inside the library. And so apparently there's a place pretty deep under here somewhere that connects to a part of the library that no one has been in a long time. Oh, my gosh. Um, do you know how to find Rory? Nobody found Wally. He went into the Wyberry and he never came back. No, but I said, do you know anyone who's gotten out? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I got real real scared. I'm thinking about the Wyberry now. It's okay, Kevin. (laughs) Have you ever seen a Wyberian? No. This big, strong, they can read chapter books. (laughs) (laughs) I heard one time, there's a kid's... And his dad I knew and his dad went and tried to st- steal a book and the librarian just hit him one time and he fell right down. <gasps> he was okay after a couple days, but he pooped in his pants and I don't want to poop in he my pants. Diarrhea. <laughs> he diarrhea in his pants. I, yeah, that's that like I heard there's a place. I guess I don't know who the fuck I'm doing, but I heard there's a place <laughs> that... This is a kid. This, this is yeah. another kid. This is a kid. That's, this is a dwarven oh, kid that was walking the, by. Yeah, he's like short and squat. And he's yeah. like, I heard there's a place that the librarians know that they can punch you and you shit your pants. What? Uh, yeah, librarian and uh, Kevin like steps out into the tunnel and he's like, librarians are so fast and they're tough and he's like chopping at the air and he's kicking okay. and they know all these ways of hitting people. And it's not good. Oh man, I don't really have a choice, but we have to get in there. Maybe we can find some stuff on how you can get in. Maybe we can find out where that tunnel was. Okay. I don't know. And uh, what I'm basically saying is you got to roll something. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to use um, connections. Great. So what is connections? Read out connections again. It's been a while. When you put out world to the criminal underbelly about something that you want or need, uh, roll plus charisma. So on a 10 plus, someone has it just for you. 2d6 plus charisma? Uh, yeah. Nice. Ten. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Someone has it just for you. Mm-hmm. So you just like tell Kevin and Bethany that you need to know where this entrance is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think they probably get back to you with somebody that night, mm-hmm. but you just kind of hang out yeah. near that bakery or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just standing there at the vent with my shirt up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 eating baklava yeah <laughs> just stolen yeah when we cut back to it there's like six kids there <laughs> they're all just with their shirts yeah. up it's pretty nice <laughs> they're so cold down here we have to take turns like penguins because the yeah. vent isn't big enough for all of us so oh, cute. Man. also i have this clear memory of doing that exact same thing where it's like i get five minutes on the vent and then i'll run to the kitchen get baklava <laughs> run back it'll be my turn again yeah. <laughs> oh my god it's amazing it's so funny uh okay yeah so i think kevin and bethany come back in a few hours and they are excited they're still scared but they're like billy billy we we, we found somebody what they requested to remain anonymous okay that's fine <laughs> that's what they said yeah but we know okay and i don't know yeah 
but where is the entrance? It's going to be a problem. I'll say that much. I was thinking it was the bottom of a well. Oh, that's a Perfect, good idea. Yeah. So it'd be a well underground? So what the wells in Cliffside go all the way down to the bottom of the deep ward to like the... Okay, I'm water? very confused about the wells, I think. Okay. Yeah, because my understanding is that it's like a cistern, basically, that they haul water up to and then fill. Oh, I was thinking it was like water gets piped to like an underground lake. Oh, okay. And then they draw it out of that. Yeah. Okay. What if the well is covered? Oh, so you don't know where it is. Yeah, like you don't even know where the well is, but there is a like, well. Oh. It's an old well that they like decommission, covered up. Yeah. Yeah. So they say it's somewhere in Cliffside mm-hmm. is the entrance to this well. Unfortunately, they don't know where the actual entrance to the well is. Like you can't see it or something? No, or? it's like covered up. Oh. They did say that it was somewhere by the lighthouse. Okay. But it's like old and like weird because it's like the White House is like pretty far from the library. But that's what they said. Okay. Thanks, Kevin. No problem, Billy. Hey, if you go and can you bring me a picture book? Yeah, of course. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go find my dads now. <laughs> I'm going to let them know. Okay, bye. And he, he turns around, he puts his shirt up to the vent immediately. Bye. It's a huge reveal for Kevin that he has dads. Oh, maybe that's just what he thinks because every time Billy, Billy goes says, off the day, yeah. they're like, good luck, pal. Okay, you get Billy. out there and you find your dads. <laughs> yeah. They're out there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it, Billy. Wherever they are, I'm sure they love you. You find him one of these days. I will. Bethany waves bye too. Bye, Bethany. I'll bring bye. you a book too. Cool. Can it, like something with like a some heft to it. Oh, like a like a not picture book. Yeah, no, like a chapter book. Whoa. Wow. I'm thinking I'll be able to read one day, and when I can, I want a nice book. <laughs> okay, I'll pick a really good one. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah. So he climbs up back through the bakery, and then he he listens. Mm-hmm. And he can hear the bar. <laughs> so he's like. <laughs> 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 just running and, <laughs> and he's like so hard and then he he looks in his pocket he's like i guess i don't need all this block so he like <laughs> takes like a bunch out but he keeps some yeah and what's a like desert pest just rats lizards bunch of rats run oh, out and lizards. a big lizard lizards, a pretty yeah. big lizard a bunch of rats and one big lizard ah, so i throw one of the <laughs> treats at the lizard and I'm like goes, oh, just eat it oh, get away from me skitters off into a corner where's the bar it is in Cliffside. Okay. I think it's like kind of adjacent to the lighthouse, sort of like down the street a bit, right on the- uh, On the road? On the Tallow Road, okay. yeah. Mm. The Tallow Road goes from the Tallow Gate all the way to the lighthouse. Cool. So yeah, Billy, you get to the bar, you hear like, like really loud music coming through the walls. Yeah, so I cover my ears and I run to the entrance where I see Tuck. There's a pretty big crowd- like it's night. It's McCall's nightlife. It's Thrummin. Oh God! I'm yeah. talking to an asshole at the front of the line, <laughs> bro. I'm on the list. There isn't a list. Let me see the list. I, the list is me deciding if you're cool or not. There's not a physical list. No. Then why do you have a list? This is a grocery list. <laughs> I want to see your manager, bro. I want to see your manager. Hey, so I call Greg. I'm like Greg. This guy wants to talk to you. What do you want? Oh, God, don't You're make talk- me do this. You set this situation up. <laughs> I did. Uh, what do you want? I'm on the list. I can't do it. I'm on the list, man. There's no list. But I... But, okay, fine. I'm not on the list. I assume there was a list. It's a trick that's worked before. Get the fuck out of here, bro. 
He just leaves. He just goes to the end of the lineup now. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, bag the line. Yeah. And Billy comes skittering up yeah. with his hands over his ears. <laughs> Billy, what's up? Uh, I have a secret. <laughs> so I pick Billy up okay. and I'm like, Greg, can you watch the door for a second? Yeah, okay. Okay. Hey, and- Billy. And he reaches out and he ruffles your hair. Hi, Greg. <laughs> Okay, fine. All right, cool. I'm no, trying to connect. Sorry. It's fine. I'm not great with kids. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'm like, Greg, I've let in 40 redheads and 60 blondes, and I walk away. <laughs> Don't count them like that. <laughs> and two women. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so it's you two. Yeah. And you, I, just st- you step a little bit further down the street. Okay, what's up? Um, so I talked to Kevin and Bethany, and they told me that there's one way that we can get into the library, but through a well that's been covered up. And they said it was by the big tower, by the lighthouse. Okay, it's a disused well? Yeah. Okay. Wait, where does Ving work again? He works down below. He works in the deep ward. Yeah, yeah and he comes up and does outreach with people in the poorer districts. Oh, right. Yeah. Are you down in the deep ward right now? Yeah, I am. Oh, Ving might know someone in City Works. <gasps> okay, I'll go find him. Well, I'll come with you. <laughs> what? But you're working. Greg. What? I have chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and also want to leave work. <laughs> <laughs> you can just say you don't want to be here. We're barbarians, man. Okay, I have I have to go take care of my kid. Yeah. He, he has... Diarrhea. I, I, I have kids. You don't have to explain yourself. Just go. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. And, and, and Greg turns around and is like, yes, no, no, yes, yes, no. <laughs> and I turn to Billy and I'm like, that guy's a fucking mess. That's <laughs> the crap. Tell me everything I know. <laughs> yes, no, yes, yes. Five coins. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So you just head down to where Ving works. Yeah. Does Ving work in like a society, like an association? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it would just be like a deep ward institution. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, you're talking to, I guess, one of the dwarves that you work with. Who's this dwarf? Crunch. Crunch. (laughs) Is that a given name or an adopted name? Uh, yeah. (laughs) What do dwarves sound like? Do they sound just like people, I guess? I think you made the one dwarf sound like she was from Transylvania. She was kind of from yeah. Transylvania. Oh, yeah. Lawrence. Okay. I like that. Okay, Ving. So what we are going to do today is uh, you take the dry ice, ice, which is cooling other things like yeah. food. Mm-hmm. Don't just give them the ice. Don't give them the ice. The dry pe- ice is very dangerous. I'm just saying we should probably hide it in something else because the people really want the dry ice. Okay, no dry ice. Change my mind. No ice. Very handy up there. Okay, maybe some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 50%. If we could disguise the dry ice as wet ice. Oh, so we put it in what? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> We've been in trouble for this before. <laughs> Okay, so you just take it, you go to Stepside. There -hmm. are some people that have been displaced by a cart dealership, (laughs) and they need a little help. Yeah. So you go do that. I've been there before. I'm going to go inside and reconsider our dry ice policy. You're going to go crunch the numbers? (laughs) I'm going to go, oh, God. (laughs) And he just turns around (laughs) and walks inside. I love him. Yeah, (laughs) I love this guy. I like these two's dynamic. (laughs) Ah, get your little crunch. Oh, 
I just came up with a really stupid curse for yeah. dwarves, like a Jesus Christ kind of thing. Yeah. He goes, oh, hammer and tongs. And he just turns around <laughs> and walks sick. inside. And you're just out there, I guess, counting stuff when Billy and Tuck uh, show up. One, two. Bing. Bing. Hey. Whoa. Hey, guys, what are you doing? Uh, Billy. Uh, 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 I have a secret. You look very excited. <laughs> He's bouncing in my yeah. arms. Wow. What are you counting? Food? I don't care anymore. Okay. I'm counting my <laughs> best friends. One, two. Uh, so I found out uh, how to get to the library, kind of. What? Kevin and Bethany said that there's a an old well that's covered up okay. and it's by the the lighthouse but they don't know exactly where it is but that's how apparently you can get into the library oh okay good work yeah we were wondering if from your work down here you knew anyone in city works that would know about disused wells like in the sticks yeah we can we can go talk to the the dwarven people down in the what's it called the underward deep ward the deep where you are right now yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Okay. Where I work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're standing currently. What's this called down here? Downstairs. <laughs> yeah. A tram goes by. It's just like like on the roof. Yeah. yeah. Upside oh. down. They they do that thing where they just like sometimes the the tracks twist around in weird ways. Oh yeah. Fun. But the cart always stays upright. Yeah. But yeah. there is like a really terrified kid from st- the low ward like in there. <laughs> <laughs> help! 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 <laughs> what would be the administrative center of a ward as opposed to a city? Oh, I think City Hall. Yeah. Yeah, City yeah. Hall. Okay. So but yeah, it's like, decentralized like, with these guys. So what's that going to look like? I think we Council need... Hall? Oh, Council oh, Hall. Oh, like a community yeah. hall. Yeah. yeah. Like a meeting area. Yeah. I wonder if it's elected or if it's like a lottery from each of the like industries. Everybody takes turn on this. Yeah, council. exactly. Yeah. Like it's not like I live my whole life to be a politician. It's <laughs> like I have an anvil and I'm representing the anvil people. Yeah, and this I time. have to do yeah, it. Yeah, they're making me. Yeah. Yeah, so it's that but it is a council. But the council has a lot of turnover. Yeah, so the council hall uh would be a place where they would keep records of different construction stuff, city stuff. Yeah, it's possible that they came upon a well. Uh I had an idea there I was like, oh, they actually keep like a mental record. Oh. Where it's not like paper files because dwarves live so long that there's just like people that are record keepers. So that is true, I think. And I think they're called the codices. And there are individual codexes for different things. Sick. So like there's a group known as the codices, which is like there's the, you know, (laughs) the well codex or whatever, the infrastructure codex. Uh And they just remember like 500 years worth of shit. Oh my God. Sick. Cool. The waterways and stuff. Totally. So they're like 500 years old. Yeah. Dwarves, I think have a, they're like uh, lobsters. They're functionally immortal until oh. they are, you know, killed or something like that, or they get sick. Oh, my oh, God. We wow. introduced this in Cruel Runnings where it's like the older they get, the more they just turn into rock. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, oh, get, yeah. they get really craggy. So the codices are probably just like f- almost lumps of stone. <laughs> like they're just like, <sighs> what do you want? Yeah. That, the, some of the really old ones, they get nicknames of old stone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you, I guess you guys have probably never talked to a codex before. No. no. Why yeah. the fuck would I do that? All right. Well, you're going to be really disappointed when you get to the council hall. <laughs> <laughs> the deep ward stuff closes up top. Mm-hmm. Stuff doesn't really close in the deep ward because there's no really day night cycle. Mm-hmm. People go to sleep, but then people just take their place. So the council hall is thankfully open. And there are a bunch of people in the opening hall. And there's like administrative people behind desks. There's just lines everywhere. Tons of lines. Vink just walks up to the front and says, hello. 
We need to talk to the Codex. Back of the line, please. Blam, blam, blamba. It's me, Ving. Have we met? I brought you a bunch of dry ice last week. You had that party. I am unfamiliar. You got to roll something. You got to convince. You're basically standing next to a line full of frustrated tradespeople. <laughs> okay, it looks like you have a lot of people lined up here. Yes, I and do. And there's only one administrative person. Yes. I have a limited knowledge, but I'm very good with people. I can help you work your way through this line double time. We can get these people through and get them back to their lives, back to helping everyone. I will help you. I'll put in a good amount of volunteer hours if you just let us go through. Volunteer I'm hours. I'm very voluntarily good person. Roll parlay. Volunteer hours was the right way to go. Seven. Plus, Plus charisma. my charisma. Eight. Oh. Yeah, so she says, okay, fine. If you can help me figure out if these people are even in the right lines, I will I will rush you through. But it, I mean, what's their, what are they waiting for? We don't it's know. It's like, it's people that are looking for permits, people that are looking to talk to experts. Like, it's a big administrative line. It's a city hall lineup. People here for a lot of different reasons. There's a person that just has a goat like a huge goat on a chain. Yeah. There's a person that's carrying something that looks like molten metal in a barrel. Like it's just a ton of shit. Can we just start going around talking to them? Billy? Tuck? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we can totally do that. Vink goes to the goat. Ask him what he needs. <laughs> Defy danger wisdom? Damn it. Six. I can aid. Uh, Two plus bond. Yeah. <laughs> holy shit say guys uh, so you each fuck. get a point of experience that's fun sick that's First nice point. <laughs> so you're all it's a pretty crowded place you said that there was just one it's not there's a ton of people but there's a ton of different administrative lines it's very stressful very confusing for you because you don't understand how that works down here obviously we just fucked everything up but you're all kind of deep in the crowds and you hear lots of voices. People are getting frustrated because you're making it worse. 100% yeah. you're making it worse. You're like, okay, goat, go over there. Guy with goat, don't go with goat. Goat, you go over here, goat man. Billy's just walking around through people's legs, like tripping people up. And Tuck is like, I know how to deal with lines. I've learned from the best. <laughs> and I'm like, in, 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 five coins. And the dwarf that you were talking to is like standing on her desk now like, no, stop, stop. <laughs> Ving, you're like, okay, I don't even understand what's going on. And you turn and you're like, hey, you, what line is this? And it's like evangelical permitting. You're like, evangelical permitting? Why would there be like a religious line down here? And you hear from the doorway of City Hall, okay, everybody get out of my way. Move it. Official light guard business. The hair on the back of Tuck's neck <laughs> sticks up. And you straightens out. You turn yeah. around looking from kneeling on the ground from where this goat has just taken a huge shit. And yeah. You're trying to help clean it up. And through the crowd, you see Fathom. And Tuck, like, sl- <laughs> he slumps down as far on the ground as he can get to try and meld himself into the crowd of dwarves to, so Phantom doesn't see him. <laughs> He's in the goat shit. Yeah. Uh, that's where we're going to end it for this week. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me is Tacoma Dome the Barbarian, played by Abdulaziz. Oh my god. Ving the Half-Elf Druid, played by Paul Loppers. See you next time. And Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, played by Jessica Ty. Oh no. <laughs> Thanks for Aaron, to Aaron Reed for our amazing intro and outro music. And thank you to supporters for all of the ways you support we love you check us out on facebook twitter the internet at spelt lore most places i'm really excited to be in season seven everybody i'm having a good time already and i hope you are too we'll see you next time bye-bye and so ends the tale of adventures three who tried the best they can 
Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a resolution Return next week to hear some more Whilst you commute or do your chores And for you I'd gladly